Hello, all my littles and my bigs. It's Barbara Jarabek here with the Marvel of My Ordinary Life, episode number 53. Yes! Locking doors and knocking walls. What the heck? That doesn't even sound like it would be anything, right? Doesn't even sound like it would make sense. Oh, yeah. Wait till you hear. This is the third in August's series of naughty pants naughty things i did and this you all i should have known better i was in middle school i have so many stories i could tell you about middle school oh my gosh yeah probably not all of them i should tell you first day of school since first grade all the way through fifth grade i'd gone to a private school i went to saint nicholas i was really shy i got in a minimal amount of trouble never quite on purpose but i did get in my share of trouble And the reason I ended up for 6th, 7th, and 8th at Covington Junior High, this is in Los Altos, is because at the private school, they didn't have art classes. And I thought, you know, I really like art. I'm pretty good at art. And this lady comes down the hall with art on a cart, and that's all we got once a month. So no, thank you, not for me. And a few other little things along the way that I thought, yeah, probably I'm not a uniform wearing private school kind of girl. I want art classes and I want PE classes and things like that. I had written my dad a two-page letter back and front of why I wanted to change schools. Shocker of the century, he let me go ahead and do it. So that's how I found myself rumbling to school on the bus in the sixth grade, knowing zero. Nobody. I didn't even know the people at my bus stop. I was like, are you sure I'm in the right neighborhood? Who are you people? It was way up in Los Altos Hills, so it would take five, ten minutes to get to the next bus stop, and I remember rumbling and rumbling and rumbling along thinking, oh my gosh, was this a good idea or not? I don't know, but too late now. It was really hot, so I tried to pull the window down on a school bus. Apparently, you're only supposed to pull window down like six inches. There's these little like bumps that stick out and to make the window go down you kind of squeeze a certain part of the window and then it drops a couple inches and then you squeeze it again. Drops another couple of inches. Kind of squeaks and everything. Well I didn't know I wanted more air so I dropped the window all the way down so it's full on open like the whole window was open. The wind's gushing in. Everybody's kind of looking at me and I'm thinking what? I was hot. But I was also kind of shy. So I was like, oh, I don't know, maybe this isn't. And right about the time I thought maybe this isn't okay, screeches on the brakes. I was in so much trouble. (laughs) Bus driver comes stomping back. What are you doing? Put up that window. Okay, sorry, I didn't know. I never rode a bus before. Of course, and everybody starts laughing at me like, oh, Ocean River bus, where's she from? This is horrible. Make this stop. (laughs) Let me just get to school and disappear. So I get to school, and everybody's broken into homerooms. And I had a pretty cool homeroom. I mean, some people had like math and history and just like normal things for homeroom. I had home ec. Back in the day, oh my gosh, and this is so sexist. Oh my gosh, all the girls took home ec. They learned how to bake and cook. And I don't think we learned how to clean, but we learned how to sew. All those important 
girl things. And the guys got to have wood shop and they got to build all sorts of really cool stuff. I do have to say by the time I was a freshman in high school, that had changed. So sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade. And by the time I got to ninth grade, you could take either home ec or wood shop. So everybody was everywhere taking everything, which was great. But in this particular story, I had home ec. We all were waiting outside the classroom. Some of us more happy than others. I was in the others group. I was so nervous. I didn't know anybody. Everybody's in these little groups. I have on like the funky outfit. I mean, I don't know what the cool kids wear. I don't know what anybody wears. I wore a uniform for five years. The teacher comes and opens up the door. She's this very frail, petite thing with super frizzy red hair and little teeny weeny glasses. And she wore her sweater over her shoulders with a little pearl button and buttoned under her neck. Just these cute little cotton dresses that were like almost to her ankle. And she said, hello, class. I'm Mrs. Paris. And you could barely hear her. Oh, no, this is going to be interesting. And she's our cooking teacher. So we went in and we were like you were sitting at a big tall table on a bar stool. So she gets up there and she starts explaining, in front of you, you will see some papers in a folder. Put your name. And I thought, oh my gosh, okay, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be the best I can be. I'm going to be such a good student. I wrote my name on my folder. I paid attention. But as I was doing it, I was nervous. So I started rocking my little bar stool back and forth and back and forth. I just rock and rock and rock and whoa skid bam okay yes bar stool slipped and I fell over backwards like I should have cracked my head open on those floors oh man so embarrassed I think I was way more embarrassed than I was hurt the girl next to me jumped up and she's like are you okay are you okay that looked like it hurt yeah it did I'm okay. I'm like trying so hard not to cry. Do not cry in front of these girls you don't even know. When I get back on my bar stool. I'm just like, okay, that really hurt. I'm sitting so still trying to listen to the rest of the lesson. Mrs. Paris is waving her hands. Come over here, girls. Bring your aprons. Uh-huh. Yes, we had aprons were checked out to us. Everybody got two aprons. Everybody had a spatula and a, a set of spoons and a few knives and whatnot. Well, she was going to show us where we put our things away. Mrs. Paris says, come on over here, girls. I'll show you the apron room. I'm like, okay, let's do that. So we walk to the apron room and we're standing in a half circle around Mrs. Paris. There's probably 18, 20 kids in the class and they're all, you know, in this half circle, maybe two or three kids deep, paying attention. She's demonstrating, here's how I like you to tie your apron around the back, then back to the front in a nice, neat bow. Okay, got it. She folded her apron up and said, now here's where we're going to keep them and she walked into that apron room. God, I don't know what got into me, you all. I I honestly, what the heck was I thinking about? Without even hesitating, I walked up behind her, shut <gasps> the door, and locked her in. What the heck? Like even today I try to think what the 
was I doing? The only thing I can imagine is that I was still so embarrassed from falling over backwards and I wanted to, so badly to be like, I want to be one of the fun kids. Fun! So I locked the teacher in the apron room. Dead silence. Then there's this tap, tap, tap. Girls, open the door. Nobody moves. Everybody just looks at me. And they're kind of mouthing words and pointing to the door like, go open it, go open it, then just jump back real quick. And I'm thinking, I don't know. I don't know. Like, what have I done now? There's some girls that are just cracking up. They're just like leaning on each other, laughing. And poor Mrs. Bear is knock, knock, knock. Girls? Open the door, or I'm going to have to tell Mr. Mitchell. That's the woodshop guy. And I thought, oh, yeah, don't tell him. But still, nobody's going up to the door. We're all just sitting there, and we thought, what do we do? No one wants to open the door because we'll get in trouble. Well, you can't leave her in there forever. So we just went back and sat in our seats, and pretty soon you could hear her walking across the apron room. And then, Mr. Mitchell... Mr. Mitchell, the girls have locked me in the apron room. (gasps) Oh, God, it was so funny. So you hear running on the sidewalk outside the window. Our door to our room whips open. We're all sitting calmly at our desks. And the teacher's looking at us like, what is wrong with you girls? Where's your teacher? And we all kind of as one turn in our chairs and point to the apron room and you all she is the nicest teacher what are we doing she is quite old very quiet super polite very very old school like older than me old school like ancient old school and we locked her perfectly we meaning me come to think of it have locked her in the apron room Mr. Mitchell goes over, and he was tall and scary. He opens the door, flings it open, and says, are you okay? She's straightening her skirt and her apron. Yes, I'm fine. She comes out, and she looks at all the girls. (gasps) Girls, I'm so disappointed. Mr. Mitchell is stomping his foot. Disappointed? Which one of these girls? Which one of you? Which one of you locked Mrs. Paris in the apron room? I thought, oh, No, here it comes. This is it. I am in so much trouble. Nobody looked at me. Everybody just stared at the desk at their hands. A couple girls were trying so hard not to laugh. Are you laughing? Did you lock her in? No, Mr. Mitchell. Well, who did? I don't know, Mr. Mitchell. They were so funny. Everybody was like, I don't know. It's a mystery. I don't know. He probably even asked me. I do not recall that. I was trying to block it out. He was red in the face. Detention for all of you. All got put in detention. Mrs. Paris was like, oh dear. Because guess where? Guess where detention was? Her room. (laughs) Detention was doing things like cleaning the stove, cleaning the table, the floors, things like that. And I'm sure she thought, what is this? you've just done to me, do you realize? So the entire class had to stay after school and clean, clean our home ec room. And you know what, you all? No one ever told. I don't know. It didn't really help my status as, oh yeah, she's one of the cool kids. I think they were a little afraid of me, like, boy, that one's a wild one. You cannot tell what's coming out of her next. 
Oh my gosh, locking doors and knocking on walls. Don't do it to your teachers. I probably traumatized that poor lady. It didn't really help me, so mm -mm, no, don't do it. But you can enjoy me having done it. Oh, yay. Okay, I'll see you later. Bye.